What's up, everybody? Another episode of The Straight Cut coming to you from Western Cigars in the Men. Silo of Inside the Fun Twister, what was that? <laughs> Jeez. Yeah. And this is Mark. Bleep, 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 bleep. And I'm Steve. We haven't done this in a while, and apparently yeah. some of us forgot our lives. We, we, we push it back a day. I lose all, right. all speaking ability. It, it feels is- like longer than eight days. What, what the hell did we talk about last? Do we do the reviews? Nothing. Nothing. In nothing. And nothing. It was the Seinfeld episode. I, was, I called it the Everything Bagel Show because it's just a little bit yeah. of everything. I love Everything Bagels. I do too. Every, man, the Everything Bagel like nut mix at Trader Joe's is amazing. Love that stuff. Nut mix? Yeah, so it's like... Con- it's uh, Like on like mixed it, nuts? Yeah, it's like... It's, it's uh, everything. Ca- cashews and almonds, but it has like the... It has the mix everything. on the nuts. Yeah, oh, so okay. good. Seasoning. Yeah, so it's Black Friday when this comes out. Is everybody shopping? None no? at all. I will undoubtedly look online. I was I've already been checking out the Black Friday deals. Um, yeah, online. Um, yeah. Yep. Cyber Monday, right around the corner. Cyber, Cyber Monday, right around the corner. That's more like our style, anyways. Now. Yep. But no, it is a uh, it is a Monday night up here in a crisp Little Rock, Arkansas. It's been uh, it's been fucking cold. <laughs> was- yeah. Somebody <laughs> convinced me to go play golf. Yeah, I saw um, that. That was stupid. In much colder weather than I normally will. It wasn't bad. It these, was. these youngsters, these newbies are just adorable. I know. Have I, I t- explained to you my short rule? If you can't wear shorts, you don't go? Right. So, But to my, be fair, you wear shorts all the time. I'm actually surprised you're wearing pants today. To you be wear fair, short, shorts to be all fair, the time. I do wear time. shorts a lot. But on Saturday, I did not. Uh, Saturday Sunday, was, did you play on Saturday or Sunday? I couldn't Sunday. Tell. Played on Sunday. I didn't wear shorts on Sunday either. It was, so it normally was, my rule is if it's below 50 and it's not sunny, one or the other, I don't play. So it was sunny but and it, it was, was 49. 46. Ah, t- 46 is 46. what the weatherman said. <laughs> Where'd you guys play? Hurricane? Right we played at Centennial in uh, Conway. Tough Fancy. golf course. It's a tough course. Okay. It was, uh, is that going to make your top five? No. <laughs> it was, uh, <laughs> like I said, somebody else, like, I don't know what we did, but whatever I did was not golf. It was just a lot of whack fuck. So you didn't whack and fuck. <laughs> um, so it didn't break it under again? The first five was rough. Uh, no, it was a rough outing. Um, I, I hit 112, but I did hit... I hit one par and it was hole eighteen. And it was a good par because I thought Finished I lost. Strong. I thought I lost my ball off the drive. Ended up going on to what fairway was that? Number nine. Number nine. <laughs> number nine. Number three. Hit it back. <laughs> my approach shots were great yesterday. It was everything, uh, like everything after I, chipping is absolute dog shit. Uh, so it's, yeah, he's not spent any time practicing the chipping. I just, so I haven't I had can't, time. Uh, I haven't had time. Oh, so the whatever. only video I saw was you chipping in and that was backing about up yeah. and down. Yeah, that was that was a was great nice. video. I just happened. I was like, you know what? I'm going to record this whole just to get a little bit of content. Yeah. And he fucking hold out of it. It was awesome. Yeah, and then you nice. guys and then you got to see Josh on. like shoot pressure's past on. the thing. And <laughs> so Josh, Josh, not so nice. <laughs> he did make a one handed putt from about fifteen. 15, yeah. 16 feet, probably. Nice. It was a good putt, but yeah. Not, as good, as the, not as good as the chip in for the birdie. We have not talked about Josh much because uh, he's sort of fallen off the review uh, thing because he's had. Um, yeah, he had a baby. Other, he had a baby. <laughs> Daddy. Other priorities. Yeah, Josh is doing good. He's uh, busy with the baby, clearly, but. Uh, he gets out. We see him at the cigar shop in between appointments at work. And then his, uh, his game is still strong. I, he was like, yeah, going to be my toughest competition yesterday. And it doesn't help when Steve's like fixing his swing and shit. I'm like, 
Man, you're supposed to like. I was fixing yours. (laughs) (laughs) I did it for both of you. Different though. No, it was it was fun. It was uh, it was fun to get out there. I was fucking dog ass tired last night though. But it was fun. It was cold. I will say. Um, Now that I have done it in that cold weather, I'm good. So that was probably the last (laughs) last round for the year. He finally (laughs) understands. It was. It wasn't. It wasn't that the cold. I work in the cold. I can. I can stand the cold. My hand, like hitting the stuff, wasn't bad. It's that you're wearing so much layers, so many layers, and it's just like hard to maneuver around. Yeah, yeah, it makes it tough. Maneuver but, around. Yeah, but it was fun. I shot eighty six. I didn't play great. But it's hard to play in the cold. I shot eighty six with. I went double, double, triple to open. So yeah. harder to play in the cold or the rain. Uh, cold. I'm not going to ask him because he has no fucking. I I started to look over there. Well, we we've played in the rain. We had to call it. We had to cut it short in the rain once because it started really coming down. But yeah, I mean that's the question. How hard is it raining? I guess I'll if take the, I'll take the cold over the wind. I will take that. If it's a downpour, it's yeah, downpour you're not playing because the course because yeah. the right, course is unplayable. Yeah, yeah. If there's no wind and it's raining. Not that big a deal, it right? It depends it if it's it mist shorter. or if it's like a steady yeah. rain. Yeah. Um, and how long you play in the rain? Because I mean, you, yeah. yeah. Because well, uh, and the course gets a lot longer when it's raining because like, you get no yeah. roll. Yeah, no roll. So um, there's parts that get easier, right? And there's parts yeah. that get harder. Right? And and certainly, if you're playing in a tournament where you're going to, because in general life, you're just playing for fun, three or four holes in the rain, and it's like fuck yeah. it, this is Let's not any home. fun. <laughs> yeah. Right? And because you're wet. But if you're playing in a tournament, you gotta you gotta sort of grind through it. It, mm-hmm. it becomes more grindish. I will say half the uh half the and putts. F- by the way, forty six, not that cold. I not mean, that cold, no. It's not snowing, it's yeah. not it's not that cold. Half nah. the putts were on Velcro though, because of the way the grass was just dormant and it just like going with the sun, it was fast, going against it was like <sighs> Yeah, they probably weren't cutting them real close, were they? Nope. No, it wasn't cut. It wasn't cut. Um, and, yeah, they were on the verge of being dormant. So I just figured with how cold it was. On the verge. Yeah. Uh, I figured with how cold it was, it would it would not necessarily, like, lay over as much. But it did. Um, but, yeah, it, it 100% followed the sunshine. Um, so if you're putting into the sun. So I mean, now, it, does it, it just, break towards the ocean here? <laughs> oh, have you guys goodness. heard that you guys oh, haven't yeah. heard that okay. oh yeah okay <laughs> so <clears throat> in general uh it'll break towards the ocean aaron what happens if you're playing in hawaii uh, it breaks towards the ocean <laughs> <laughs> the closest i thought it was pretty clear ocean <laughs> was was uh, is that there, not it's clear the, it's the same ocean just, i'm just saying the closest closest the point. ocean closest waterway the, yeah, what's the, the fucking What's the point? (laughs) One has got to be closer than the other, right? One side closer to the other. The ocean's closer one side to the other. Well, before we get to what I said was right in golf terms. Yeah. yeah. So make fun of me. Go ahead, (laughs) Mister One Twelve. Yeah. Shut. (laughs) Before we get into the meat of what today is, Steve, what are we smoking? We are smoking the Diesel Esteli Puro. Um, Have you guys ever had this one? No, I have. Yeah, this is this is a good stick. It's uh, a little on the fuller side, but it's good. And I'm assuming it's a Nicaraguan Puro, just because it says Esteli Puro. But so it is. Um, it's an Esteli Habano wrapper from AJ Fernandez La Lilia Farm, um, with 
binder tobaccos from San Jose Farm, and fillers from several plots across Esteli, including the famous San Lentano Farm. So AJ Fernandez, um, really good job with this cigar. Definitely on the fuller side, but most of the diesel stuff is. So. Yeah, well, I mean, what what lighter diesel is there? I don't really um, know of one. Which one is it? The grind maybe is a little bit lighter. Is that the one? I don't remember. There's a couple that are like medium to full, and then the rest of them are just like I did full. like, what was the, uh, was the TAA one, the new one that comes like in a book looking? Thing? Yeah, the Atonement. That one's that one's good. I actually really like that one Yeah, that, that one's one pretty good. And then... Um, we got that Lancero. I don't remember the name of it, but that one, man, that thing is crazy full body. Yeah, oh, like, like you said, diesels. That one I mean, put your dick in the dirt. With, with a name it's like full. with a name like diesel, though. Yeah, I mean, it, they, they tend to be a little more full. It's gonna right. be on yeah. that. All of them. I've smoked diesels for years because when I started, I ordered a lot from a place that sells a lot of diesels. A lot of the low quality diesels and yeah. a lot of the high quality diesels. Yeah, diesels one of those. I almost compared them to Gurkha, and that's totally unfair. I think. Yeah. Because I think diesel has a lot of good sticks, a lot of really good sticks that I've enjoyed. I've bought boxes of diesels on purpose because yeah. I really like their smokes. Now there's some that are a little uh, more middle of the road quality wise. It's just it's a huge broad brand. Yeah, since the um, the general forged split per se, whatever whatever you want to call that, um, forged has done a good job of reintroducing diesel to the market to the brick and mortar market. Um, so we have been selling a ton of these things. I mean, the the Sunday gravy has gone oh, you know, it's great. That's one yeah. that's not as full. Yeah, um, yeah, that's a little more. Each blend's different, but um, mm. yeah, I mean they they've done a great job of reintroducing it and. Uh, you know, coming out with some new blends and um, AJ's doing a great job. I mean, the tobacco is mm. always top notch. It's, you know, it's hard to say anything wrong about AJ Fernandez. No, I mean, <laughs> the stuff he touches just gold. Yeah, just about everything. So getting into the meat of it. Yep. Um, Doss so, meat. Doss meat. Um, I wasn't sure, and uh, to be honest with you, wasn't sure that I could text you guys and get clarification. <laughs> so I. Um, <laughs> I wasn't sure if it was golf courses we played or top five golf courses because we had a confusing conversation. So I, I took it as top five courses you want to play. That's how I took it. Okay. But you you took it two different directions, right? I have, I have two different lists. So give us the top five you have played. Let's go with okay, that first. Okay, so uh, I I listed the top six golf courses that I have played. Got <laughs> some OI. Some old Some old picks. Um, and I, I'm going to go in, uh, so top six in reverse order. First is, of course, out of St. Louis. Um, of course. Uh, because St. Louis is the best baseball city in the world. <laughs> and Briar. And the reason it's great is because it's playable from all tees. You and I were talking about, we were talking about, because your dad's going to plan a trip there. And there's a there's some cool golf courses, both public and private there. Um, and there are some newer courses, and there's a couple legendary old courses there. But the great part about Ambrier, other than it had a sinkhole on a hole, could have, you know, sucked people in on, is <laughs> they have about five tees, and Hell they yeah. encourage you to play the right tee because the course is playable from there. And it's a really nice course. And you, I've played it several times, 
and people of different levels, like my buddy Andy and I would roll to the, to the next to last tee and my dad would roll to the second tee and my, I'd have friends go to the third tee and we could all play and it was a competitive match. So it's all based on handicap, not <clears throat> it's men's, based, women's, right, and pros. Yeah. And if you play it right, it right. can be that way. And it, yeah. beca- the course becomes, if you do that, for you, a really playable and nice experience. Yeah. So that's it. Second, my fifth course is Muirfield Village. So I played it when I was a kid. That's awesome. Jack Nicholas course. Yeah. Um, played it in the rain, um, and it was it was Ugh. brutal to play. <laughs> I think I shot eighty three, but I played really really well. Um, uh, Butler National. Mm-hmm. Uh, also played in the rain. You'll see a theme between those two. <laughs> And it kicked my ass. I did not shoot 83. Um, uh, so uh, the the third course is the Shoals. Which the is Muscle on the, Shoals? Uh, which is at Muscle yeah. Shoals, um, which uh, I'm going to tell a little side story here. The Schoolmaster. Longest fucking course I've ever played in my life. Kicked my ass. Yeah. Beautiful. A um, couple reasons that I love playing that course. Um it was a lot of fun. I hit three wood all day from the fairway, um, but it was beautiful. Um, it's in Muscle Shoals, Alabama. Yeah. Which, for the record, um, is the musical center of the entire fucking world. Yep. And so uh, I had a friend, uh, Kate, recommended me the uh, 2013 Muscle Shoals uh, documentary. So this is a side note. Which is about the Muscle Shoals uh, music the Swampers, stu- the Swampers, and a bu- and the, the, the studios mm-hmm. and all the people that went down there, Aretha Franklin and all those people that went down there, and it has footage of all that stuff and all the stories, and Leonard Skinner uh, and Dwayne Amon camping in their parking lot so that Dwayne Amon could play down there. That's awesome. And all the stories of the Swampers, who are three fucking redneck dudes. Oh, yeah. Um, actually, four. Um, but, uh, and, and all of the stories. So um, I, I tell that, I, I picked that course. I love that course. I wrote that down. Watch, after I wrote that course down, um, I, I said, oh, that's right. Kate recommended that musical or that, that documentary. It is amazing. Um, Rick Hall, who started it, is like the most, maniacally driven motherfucker you've ever seen. He's like, he's like driven in a way that, I mean, he just drove. And the Swampers are like the studio musicians and then started their own. Yeah. It's like an amazing story. And Rick Hall, Leonard Skinner came to them and he was, they were trying to get him to record. And then he like said, and the Almond brothers, and he goes, no, I don't think you guys are going to be anything. <laughs> and you're just going, well, that, and he actually says, I kind of missed that. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no shit, dude. Um, my second one is cog number four. Uh, quick note back on the the shoals. Mm-hmm. Is that the one that's got um, like the judge? No. There's like three courses. So there, um, so uh, no. Shoals has the schoolmaster and something else. The judge. And the legislator is in, I think, Montgomery. Okay, that's right. And that, because the judge has the one that has the 300-yard drop off the first tee. Yeah. 
It's a pretty course. Um, I'll be honest. I got so bitten by mosquitoes. One of the few courses that I've ever had a mosquito problem on. Mm. It was nice. Um, so I love the Robert Trent Jones oh, trail. Yeah, if you've too. not ever played the trail, and we should all go over sometime. Yeah. Because it's not that far of a drive from no. here. Um, and they have, they have new courses that they've set up. I'm not going to go play in Huntsville. I hate that fucking course. <laughs> twisted I played my, that one. It's not bad. I've twisted on that fucking Lynx course. I've twisted my knee twice. I'm done with that fucking course. Yeah. It's a pretty course. But, it was a nice course. Um, Definitely not the best on the trail, though. No. There's some just amazing Absolutely golf Absolutely beautiful golf courses, yeah. And uh, awesome barbecue. Oh, yeah. Right. Pretty women. <laughs> Said that low. Um, Cog number four, which is in Chicago. Cog Hill, number four. Mm-hmm. They play the Western up there now. Um, beautiful, tough. Um, played it a ton when I was in Chicago. And then finally, another Robert Trent Jones course, Silver Lakes, which is in Gadsden. Um, and it's got Heartbreaker, Mindbreaker, Backbreaker. Yep. Um, and I love that because you can so play. the names of the holes? No, it's the, the names of the nine holes. nine 27 holes, holes and you can play different nines. And so you can play oh, okay. and it is gorgeous. Yeah. It is hard Yeah, and it is playable. And I just love that golf course. Just perfect for me. Yeah. And it's just, I mean, it's just, it's just hard enough for me. So that that's, that's the top six that I played. Yeah. That's a I've great played list. a bunch of courses. Yeah. Um, and I could pick more famous courses, but those are my six favorite. I think that's part of the, like, if you say, like, these are my six favorite golf courses that I have played. Right. I think part of it is the experience, right? And it's just like your favorite cigar sometimes has nothing to do with the cigar. A lot of times it's just the group that you're with and the (laughs) time that you had and the experience that you had. Yep. So I'll start on the top top five courses um, that you want to play or you have or you have played or just famous courses and i'm going to start with pinehurst number four um north carolina carolinas um obviously major championships played there beautiful course famous course for a lot of reasons super hard just a lot of so i go with pinehurst number four so pinehurst is on my uh oil picks okay um and i just put the whole so do you want to go oil first? I don't have any oils on my top five. Um, I have two. I'll just I'll just get those out of the way. So Pinehurst is on there, and I think it's just the whole thing, right? Because they now have put in, um, I think they call it the cradle, um, which is like a short course, like a little I love uh, courses pitch and putt little, course. I love that. Yeah, so you can go and play like one of the big courses in the morning, and then play, you know, go have lunch, and then play the. The little short course. Silver you Lakes. only need like three or four clubs to play Silver the whole Lakes thing. Silver Lakes has a par three course that's all around the lake. Yeah. So you get, and it's beautiful. And it's not like these little ridiculous par threes. It's like legitimate par threes. Yeah. Um, there was one that my dad and I stood at and, and seriously must have knocked 10 balls in the water each. <laughs> <laughs> just just like, what the fuck? And you just like, yeah. it, it was impressive. First of all, I love one of the reasons I love Robert Trent Jones is my dad and I played it a ton and we'd go down there and it's, you know, him as an adult, me as an adult, and then my brother-in-law, Rich. Um, and so it was like, you know, this these moments of us being adults and being able to 
spend time together as men. Yeah. And I know you do that with your dad now. Yeah. And it's, it's different when you're an adult and we did that as an adult and it's, it's, and I remember that. I love those pitch and putt courses. They're fun. Yeah. Yeah. We're going to play one on our cruise in Honduras. It's just the, so we're uh, looking forward to the, it. The black iguana. The black iguana. Yeah. yeah. Well, that is one of my favorite rock bands of all fucking time. <laughs> is that a real band? No. Sounds like it could be. <laughs> right. Huh. That would be cool. <laughs> that would be cool. Um, when we start a rock band, we have a That's right. Yeah. My other, um, my other oil pick is Tobacco Road. Have you heard of this one? I've not. Kentucky. No, it's in uh, North Carolina. Yeah, it's right. It's right outside the Pinehurst area. So to play Pinehurst, I think number four is like two hundred bucks to play. Number two is like three fifty to play. Like mm. Pine or uh, Tobacco Road is like half of that to play, and it is supposed to be one of the like most spectacular views from any golf course in the entire country. Yeah. Um, so that's one I, I would really, really like to go play. That's probably top of my list for like courses that you can get on and, and go, go nice. play easily. Right. Well, and that's, you know, one of the things I did not consider was price or actually my, I didn't know my normal play. ones, normal, that one, play. that's, that's why cool. I put that one outside because it's not like bucket list trip. Probably because it's... That could just be a long weekend. Yeah, trip. it's easily accessible. Yeah, like, yeah. So anyway, I didn't put that in my top five. But um, I didn't put my top five in any particular order. I okay. just listed five of them. So um, okay. so the first one on my list is Pine Valley. Um, oh, nice. Which has been like the number one rated golf course in Golf Digest and every list top 100 courses in the world yep. um, for a better part of a decade, I think. So... Yeah. Um, I would really like to go see that one. I think it'd be cool. It's a little different um, from the golf that I'm used to here in Arkansas. Um, what do you mean? Like it has a lot of uh, natural bunker uh, areas and, and taller grass. Like the fescue grows up. And it's just a very different style of golf. Uh, okay, okay. So you haven't experienced this yet because you, you haven't played a lot of courses. Um, but like... I've like, got the I've got the Lindsay management course yeah. uh, circuit down. <laughs> um, so like what he was saying that the one in Huntsville is is a link style course, right? So yeah. there's no trees, yeah. everything's flat, these kind of rolling hills, but the the greenscapes are are massive, right? Yeah. And if you don't put the ball on the right level, like you're never getting that ball to the hole ever. It will take you'll you'll six putt. I guarantee you, you will six putt a green there. I'm not joking, right? Like you think you think this is a joke. I'm not joking. Am I wrong? No, you're not wrong. You're, you're going to stand some spot in an un, on an uneven lie because there's no even lies. No, none at all. And you're going to think, well, that's not that far. And then you're going to think, how the fuck am I going to get there? <laughs> yeah. And then you're going to think, well, I'm just going to knock it in the lake because what the fuck? <laughs> and then I'll take a drop. And then you go, I, well, I'll have to, ah, fuck it. I'll just walk to the next tee, <laughs> right? Because it's, it's, it's the concept. And then <clears throat> the the tall grass stuff yeah. is the amount of time, you you know, the course down in uh, Auburn, you just like, I remember standing in this perfectly mown fairway. Yep. And there's just tall grass between me and the green. Yep. <laughs> I'm a fairly tall man. <laughs> I'm, I'm fairly tall and my dad is a little shorter and we're, we're standing there and he goes, can you see where the pin is? And I say, no, 
can't. He said, there's no trees anywhere here. And there's just fucking tall grass between us and the... And, and I said, I'm, I feel like I'm just aiming randomly. Mm -hmm. and, and you just go, well, hope this is yeah. the right direction. So link style is, is very different. It's fucking you, You've not been able to play any of those yet. Then you've got like desert golf, right? Go out to <laughs> Arizona, California, New Mexico, those areas. And literally, if you get off the green, good luck. Like, Scorpions. <laughs> yeah. Rattlesnakes just one, everywhere. Just one big sand trap. Yeah, literally. Um, and they literally tell you, like, if, go. if your ball goes outside of this, there's signs. It yeah. says if your ball is past this sign, do not walk out there because you will get snake bit. You will die. Yeah, die. and it happens every year. Somebody who either visits the area or lives in the area and feels like, oh, I'm okay. I'll, I can see a rattlesnake. And then they step around a rock or over a log, and there's a snake sitting there just waiting to bite them. And every year somebody dies from a snake bite at some course in Arizona. <laughs> Although some of the resort courses are nice because if you can keep it in the green patches, the great part about resort golf, which is what you're describing there except for the TPC, is if you keep it in the grass, everything rolls to the middle of the green. Yeah. If they put the pin in the middle of the <laughs> yeah. green, everything goes in the hole. It's like mini golf. It's like the shower. Somebody actually said, you seem to be hitting everything close. And I said, I don't know why they put the pins in the middle <laughs> yeah, of the green. Yeah, right greens. in the center of the green. <laughs> right, because everything rolls right in the middle. But yeah. So anyway, my point is there's a lot of different styles of golf than what we get here yeah, in Arkansas. Yeah, yeah. A, a new ling style and stuff like yeah. that. Yeah. Uh, but anyway, Pine Valley is one that, that's on my list for sure. Nice. Aaron? Uh, start with the OLI. Um, this is so I had to go through a list of stuff. So my list is based off like, oh, that looks like a very pretty course, and I could get lost in that, and that looks awesome. Okay. So my first OLI is the Fringe Mini Golf Course in Roswell, Georgia. <laughs> okay. <laughs> because it is the number one rated mini golf course in the U.S. So and it just looked it just Man, looked awesome. I wish I'd have known about that. I would have went and played that. I didn't live that far from there. <laughs> it's some place called like the Area Fifty One attraction, and it's just like yeah, Roswell the yeah, connection. But it's, yeah, but yeah, so that I don't know. So Man, I wish you'd have told me that. I would have went and tried that thing. <laughs> There's a couple great mini golf indoor mini golf places in vegas i, I figured there's one in vegas there's Ooh, there's a really vegas. there's I a think about there's that. a real there's a nice glow one. in the dark yeah one, a couple glow in the dark ones there's a nice one in branson um i think there's one like mall of america or something there used to be but mm. there's a few like a I'm good, a good, to the a mini, good golf. mini golf course no. is is yeah. fun yeah but my first real one um it's gonna be fox harbor golf course in nova scotia nova scotia huh yes yeah. Just look yeah. pretty. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, I can't tell you well, I can't, dick all I can't imagine the season's very long, but yeah. it's got to be lush. It's, I mean, it was, on, sure. it was on the coast. It just looked Yeah. That tranquil. would be a cool one to go see. Yeah. yeah. For sure. Yeah. So I love coast golf courses. I debated <laughs> Whistling Straits, the fucking evil dog track of the world. Yeah. Because um, it's on. But I, <clears throat> that golf course, I mean, it's just goats. So I didn't know... Hopefully this is not on your list, uh, but um, the black course. Beth Page Black. So you actually have to show them your handicap before they will let you on that golf course. So you do with uh, you do with uh, um, the open course too. You uh, have to, the old course. The old course. You have to show them your handicap. Like as what, well. do you, what do you have to be in? I, you I have don't to. Know. You have to be single a, digits. You have to know. Because um, I got double digits under ten. Oh, okay. You had to be a ten or better, I think on the oak i don't know 
So it, it's funny you say that. Back. My next one is the old course. <laughs> so is it? So yeah. um, I did not have the old course on mine. So I'll just. I know so, we've talked about this. Um, largely, and and I do have I do have one overseas course. Um, um, because, and I debated a bunch cause I, I did look overseas cause I was looking, was trying to make my list a little more diverse than yeah. just, I, a, I have one American course. Nice. Um, <laughs> um, and, and tried to spread my list around. So I looked at some lists cause I, I rushed out of five and I go, okay, well, there you go. There's five. And those are pretty traditional. And then I thought, well, yeah. I need to swap some of these out. And, and so, um, and made one swap actually. And then um, the old course just, I mean, I've, I've described how it's, I don't think it's the best over there. Yeah, probably not. The only reason it's on my list is because of the history. Yeah, just rich in history. Right? I feel like that's a trip. My wife doesn't play golf. She loves to ride in the cart with me and just spend time can't, with me while I play. There. But the historian yeah, you can't in, ride there, right? the historian in her. But 100%, we could both go there and have the greatest I mean, you could spend three days there probably, probably and not get bored. Yeah, I don't know that if you were going to go historical golf in Europe that you – I understand the old course significance, but there's other courses that are more significant. I, I might go – Yeah, I just – I think it would just be cool to see the whole St. So Andrews example, town. My, yep, no, I agree. So know. my third – I'm just going to flip the order here, but I'm just going to say Muirfield Village. So I almost put Muirfield in mine. Because I think it's a more significant historical uh, golf course. Because to because just things the game that, of golf or to game, your to, well, to the your game. era of golf. Well, I, Muirfield, the European golf course. Yeah, um, I think both. I mean, I just think Muirfield. And I have nothing See, to contribute when you two are talking. <laughs> I know I, feel I also soccer. think there's some other course. I think there's some other courses over so there. So I think. The reason I asked that question is because I think the old course has more history to the entire game of golf because that's where it was born, basically, right? It was one of the places it was one born. of, right? Where like Muirfield, where did where did the old old Morris play? Because it wasn't, it yeah, was, that's his course. He designed it, Muirfield. Uh, I think so. Yeah. So and the old course, I think that was his course too. Yeah. They're both significant historically. For I just, sure. I just, I'm, I'm a, I prefer Muirfield. Muirfield is probably a better. I also knew you would tick the old course. Yeah, so for sure. Safe. Well, and Muirfield's probably the better course for golf. Um, quality of golf for yes. sure. Yeah. <laughs> I just the the no, you know, seeing Tiger do it when I oh no, you know, I mean that's, I grew up in the Tiger era, right? right? Tiger is literally like the game of golf to people my age. No, I understand. And you and I have discussed this. Yeah. Jack Nicholas is, is the guy who is, right. who in Tom Watson, it sort of crosses my right. genre, my age group. But, and so there's a lot of significance there. So yeah, for sure. There, there's a ton of courses in Europe you could pick. Um, yeah. And, and so. Yeah. And I, like I said, I'm not mad at your pick. I think it's a great pick. No, an old course should be on one of our lists. Yeah, I'm, for sure. It wasn't going to be on his list. I knew it was going to be on your list. He, I, 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 I wrote down on another card all the Irish courses he was going to pick. <laughs> so I stayed away from those uh, a little bit. So, so give us your fourth. Uh, my fourth. 
Since is. you went three, we'll come back. <laughs> my, fourth, mm-hmm. my fourth is in Ireland. <laughs> yeah. Imagine that. No, no, imagine that. Is there any Scottish ones? No. <laughs> it is Andar Manor in County Limerick, Ireland. I've never heard of any <laughs> no, that. one either. <laughs> Sounds like a great place to drink. I was going to feel bad if this is like some <laughs> well-known place and I have no idea what right. it is. Oh, that's that's clearly where they play the 1918 <laughs> Open. Again, it just it, it just looks beautiful. It it re, it resembles a lot of um of like old uh, the old course style like it's yeah, on, all it's that. On, it's all on that's, that's going to be link style. It's on so the coast, it's, so. and it's it's beautiful. So my yeah. dad's proudest moment, I, I probably have in his entire life, was when he went over there and he played golf, and he a caddy and told him that he because my dad plays a game that is um, not like mine. I play right. a traditional <laughs> American <laughs> golf game, but he does not. And he told him, cause, and it apparently matches up well for whatever the nonsense is over there. So to all of our European friends, <laughs> I just called your golf nonsense. Because you really, I mean, golf's meant to be played, uh, you know, high and proud. Yeah. <clears throat> like like Americans do, right? So, um, so, and you can all argue with me, and that's fine. <laughs> but he he plays a, like a driving ball and a, and, and I guess the caddy was impressed with that, and and he called him a right wanker or something. And he 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 was so proud of that. He told me that story fifteen times. So it's called the. I'm probably going to get it the next time I see him. So it'll be a sixteenth time. So golf.com has it, calls it the Augusta of Ireland. Okay. So I mean that's just sure, a picture of sure. it. Well, I call Steve so. the um, the Ron Jeremy of Little Rock. <laughs> Sexual predator? Oh, God. That's, what, that's, you that's what Ron Jeremy is now. <laughs> the hedgehog. Ron Jeremy of, of us growing up is not what Ron oh, Jeremy is now. Gosh. Um, and so. Yes. So, you dick, I do have an Ireland course in there. I do. <laughs> I'm shocked. Yeah. So, my fourth course, because I'm, I'm going to go back um, since we were talking mm-hmm. uh, famous English courses. Are, uh, I, lo- I love how, again, phones. Uh, analog style <laughs> notes. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I'd feel insulted because I think you're implying that I'm old. Um, but <laughs> I don't think there's any implication. Implications. Yeah, that's a big word for you. I know. Uh, so... <laughs> Um, Mo said we were so mean to each other when we flubbed a word. I was like, you have to be. It's like, yeah, like you just have to work through your insecurities and you yep. just get called out on all. Oh, on all we're of mean them. to each other on all three of us. Yes, when we flub on a word, like, oh we, yeah, we Jim, pounce, pounce like fucking yeah, hyenas sure. on a dead carcass. Right, I sure. feel bad, but you pounce on me, and so yeah. it's just fucking no, the yeah. flop. Like I'm so glad. Like my years and years of speech therapy, like, has yeah. taught me to like, ah, oh, just fucking get over. I it love and, you, brother. I'll yeah. cover that on the other side of this card. Um, <laughs> Olympia Fields in Chicago. Yeah. It's a cool vibe, and there's several reasons that I like this course. First of all, any course that I've seen Jack Nicholas play at, I love. And I saw Jack Nicholas play at, and I saw him made fun of David Graham, and it was fucking gruesome. Because <laughs> he went for it on this par five and two, and then he three putt. David Graham did. Yeah. He three putted because he hit it on the wrong side of the green, and, and Jack Nicholas made fun of him. And I loved it. Jack Nicholas hit uh, three four irons and then our three or two four irons and then like a eight iron and made birdie. And I thought that's why I love Jack Nicholas. <laughs> um, it's beautiful. 
it's you can't really drive there. You have to take the train in there. Um, it was it's just gorgeous. So Olympia Fields in Chicago had to have a Chicago course. Oh yeah, I wouldn't. You could never play it. Super private. Yeah. Um. So my next one is Cypress Point at Pebble Beach. Uh oh. So Pebble Beach golf course should be in that probably just because of the history and the view. But I feel like Cypress is probably the better golf course, and you get. As good a view, if not better, views um, from Cypress Point. So I put it above regular Pebble Beach. Re- regular Pebble Beach. Regular Pebble Beach. <laughs> Shitty Pebble Beach. <laughs> that's, that's a good call. That's that's a golfer's pick right there. Yeah, for sure. Cypress um, used to be, well, still is, at the ATT Championship is one of the courses that they play. Yeah, yeah, they flip back and, and forth. What is it? Span- Spanish Bay, Cypress, and Pebble. Yep. They switch between the three. I, and I love seeing that course. Yeah. Well, I talked to a, a customer that has played them. Um, and I'm not sure he played Cypress, but he played Spanish Bay. Yeah. And he said it's better than Pebble. Pebble is just more famous. Yeah. Well, you don't get the views at, at Spanish Bay that you do with Cypress. Or I'm sorry, with Pebble. With Pebble, but Pebble the is golf just, course is just supposed to be over the far, edge of a cliff. Right. right. The golf course is supposed to be and far I'm afraid superior. Of heights, so maybe Pebble's not good for me. Yeah. That's <laughs> just a small stone. Yeah. Describe yeah. the earth in in, <laughs> in one phrase. Yeah. <laughs> uh, my turn. Yep. Uh, here's another one that you don't. You've probably never heard of. And uh, I'm going to just go ahead and to apologize to our Japanese listeners because I'm going to butcher the name out of this. Oh one. gosh. Uh, Hirono in Hyago, Japan. Yeah, so. we, we formally apologize. <laughs> Hyago, not Hokkaido? Uh, H, well, you say you've been to Japan, so. Yeah, Hokkaido, I've been to. So it's H-Y-O-G-O, Hyogo. So I don't know. I don't know either. But I don't know that again, one. Again, it was just, but it was covered in uh, cherry blossoms and Japanese maple. Oh, and nice. it just looked so, fucking beautiful. Japanese golf is really interesting because they don't play like Americans do either. Um, what they do is um, it's very strategic. You have to kind of hit to a point and then hit to a point and then go for the green. Um, and so a lot of Americans struggle in Japan because we can't do that. Right? We just it's try to do the, the, the grip and, and rip. Gouge, grip and rip. Yeah. <laughs> so it's a really different style of golf because literally if you hit it, 10 yards too far, you're in the bottom of a goalie and you cannot see where you're going at all. So you really have to place the ball well. Whereas here, it's just bomb it and get it as close as possible. And then in Europe, you have to play the landscape, right? In Japan, no, it's, mean, very, both of it's very much target golf. Target golf. Yeah. Yes. So you have to be on your numbers. So uh, a lot of consulting yardage books and uh, mm-hmm. range finders. Mm-hmm. So super fucking slow golf. Really slow golf. Uh, yeah. That'd be fucking awesome. <laughs> See, I, I, I don't mind target golf. I, I like strategic golf. I uh, Bomb and gouge was, was my style as a kid. Right. But as I get got older, strategic golf, um, understanding the way that things play, I became, I don't want to say more European because Europeans understand that a lot better. But but I became more European in my style. And so you, you as you grow, mature as a golfer, you, you understand strategic, 
strategies a lot strategy strategy a lot better and you learn about hitting fairways in certain ways and and, right. and and doing things a lot different but too much target golf and my problem isn't playing target golf it's so slow it is six and a half hours and then me wanting to beat somebody to death with a golf See, I, and to me like we played slow yesterday yeah but <laughs> we, that was really slow but i don't I enjoyed it because it was just like you're just out there with your buds, like smoking cigars. And so I have a friend. If it took more than three and a half hours, was seriously, you would have to fucking about two hours in, as you realized it was going to be a four and a half hour run, you'd have to start talking to him. Yeah. Hey, Andrew, it's cool. It's just cool. This is the way it's going to go, buddy. Yeah. This is just, we're well, just going to have to pace yourself. Like, just here's a beer. You can have a beer from my back. We're good. And he would just like go ballistic. But if it wasn't three and a half hours, he'd go. To I mean, us. I know he's he's faster than me. But when he plays with me, or when I play with him, whatever, like we, it's slowed down because I'm working through stuff and everything. But yesterday was like a lot of leaves. It was a lot of like, is that my ball? No, that's not. Yeah, that's we were a leaf. Searching oh, for a is lot. that a ball? No, that's a leaf. Yeah. So it was, it was a lot of searching. This time of the year, it's traditionally slower, especially when you're spraying the ball all over the like place, the, like we were like yesterday. In, in the summer, like. It was about what three hours for a round. Four is about average. Yeah, three and, three and a half, four for and four. One of ours playing. <laughs> four is about right when I'm playing with you. Yeah, so four is not bad. It's four, not terrible. I mean, four is manageable. Four is manageable. I'm not going to go. Yeah. I'm not going to go. Yeah, yesterday, yesterday was the first time we've been passed since I've played. So, yeah, we let a group play through because Aaron yeah. thought he hit the ball 100 yards further than he actually did, and. We had to go. <laughs> <laughs> to go backwards and find it. It was, um, it was like maybe tough. it was like maybe fifty uh, yards. So one no, of my it was further than that. Did they not? So one of my big complaints on nicer courses is, is they don't pick up leaves, and so you spend it inordinate amount of time. There's not up a leaf leaves. picked up because that just you're just stumbling around in the dark. Yeah, it's like oh, yeah, we're, we're tripping over our dick yesterday, but it yeah. was just. Well, it's not like that because Aaron doesn't trip over his dick. <laughs> anyway, it was pretty cold outside yesterday. Yeah, so it was. <laughs> yeah, there's no tripping over nothing. There's no tripping over nothing. Okay, so my number two, numero dos, is a course that is clearly not thought of as well as the main course. in the in the compound, it's Cypress Point. So, for the same reason Steve pointed out, I think it is the better course. It's also not five hundred and fifty fucking dollars to play. Yeah. It's probably seven fifty now. <laughs> I think Pebble is—I don't want to say overrated, but it's overrated. It probably is a little. It's overhyped. It's overhyped, and I think Cypress is the better track of those three for sure. I think it has. Um, it. I think it's just prettier, and I think it is. Yep. Really would be very cool to play. Having said that, Pebble Beach would be awesome. Um, you know, obviously the significance of things that have happened on Pebble would, would would raise it to the list. But I chose one of those three courses. You could easily choose all three of them. Yeah, for sure. Um, um, but I chose Cypress Point as well as you did, obviously. Yeah. Yep. So. Uh, so my next one is Augusta National. Um, I debated on waiting to say this is my number one, but um, I'll, I'll explain why I picked the one I picked for number one in a minute. But Augusta is absolutely unreal. Um, yeah. Having walked it, you, you cannot understand the undulation on TV. It just does not come across. Um, yep. You, 
by the time you get done walking the thing, just spectating, I wasn't even swinging a golf club. It was exhausted. My legs hurt. Like, I mean, I was worn out. Yep. But absolutely the coolest facility um, that I've ever been to. Yep. And the history is unreal there. Yep. Everything that's happened there. The fact that they play a major championship every year. Yeah. Double eagle. Yeah. Tiger chipping in. Yeah. Every single fucking thing. The pimento sandwich. Pimento sandwiches, which are like two dollars and fifty cents. Yeah, surprisingly, everything's cheap there except the freaking golf, <laughs> the the clothing and all the swag and like that stuff you got to buy is outrageous. But um, yeah, you, you can actually. you can go if you get a ticket through the lottery. It's not expensive, and then excuse me, you can get you know sandwiches and a beer or soda and water, and literally you'll spend fifteen bucks all day. Mm-hmm. It's super cheap, and it's just a ton of fun. As long as you don't get, don't get flags and yeah, if you start buying the memorabilia, that's where it gets expensive. Yep. I think I saw a deal when I went. This has been a handful of years ago now, but um, they said like the average person spends eleven hundred dollars in the pro shop. There's thirty thousand people there on tournament days and forty thousand on practice days. So you multiply that by seven, yeah, times. We bought, <laughs> we bought three or four flags, Paul and I did, and towels, I think. Yeah. I don't know that we spent $1,100. We maybe spent two or three, four maybe. I did, I, but a lot of it was like somebody would say, hey, get me a shirt or a hat or I bought something for my dad or whatever, right? Like I probably spent, yeah, probably 400 bucks on myself. And Cockroach then... spray. That's a little joke for my sister. <laughs> We stayed yeah. on the way coming back at a really shitty hotel because my brother-in-law recommended it. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> and my brother-in-law is super cheap. And <clears throat> Paula would not get under the covers. Wow. Yeah, yeah. we thought there were dead people in the pool. Ooh. Like, it was so disgusting that it looked wow. like there were dead people in the pool. Holy cow. Yes. Paula has a rule now. We will not stay any place that Rich books. That's my <laughs> brother-in-law. <clears throat> So. I try not to stay at any place that the door to your room is outside. <laughs> no, it's, a, it's a fundamentally uh, okay it's fair. It's fair. Yeah. But I've stayed at places like that that I like. Oh, like I have there's, there's, there's a place down in Paducah, Kentucky that Aaron the first and I, when we go down to the, to the golf tournament down in, in Metropolis, it's one of our favorite places to stay because we stay at the back of the place and we, Hammer beers, yep. and it's awesome. Yeah, but nine out of ten of those, generally, <laughs> you don't want to good stay rule, yeah. solid rule, <laughs> right? Paula's general rule is we stay at the most expensive place Mark can find. <laughs> it's a good rule to live by when you're paying for it, and I'm <laughs> 100%. not. Hundred <laughs> percent. Number two, Aaron. Oh, um, <laughs> sorry. <laughs> I'm just not used to. I'm like I've been so quiet for this conversation. <laughs> I know. Um, I'm going to give you why what I know it as, and see if y'all know the name of the club, the Wicker Basket Course. Oh yeah, I do. What's I the know, name I of it? I can't think of the name of. It. As soon as you say it, I'll know it. Marion Golf Club. Marion. Yeah. Yep. Yep. So I I found that they played there in 2013, and I was so like intrigued. I was like, oh, that's so cool. They don't have flags. They have wicker baskets on the top, and it's. Like, ah, I just, that would be cool to see. Marion's a a famous golf course, so good choice. Yep. And a good golf course. Um, And and I'm trying to think, 
New Jersey, uh, Pennsylvania, Pennsylvania. Yeah. Um, and so, um, and it's the same place, same fucking place, <laughs> sort of. Um, and so, um, good choice. That's a good one. That's actually, um, it's the only one we've heard of on your list. I think <laughs> actually right? one I've heard of. Yeah. Good choice. I mean, you haven't heard of the, the fringe in Roswell, Georgia. Nope. No. Um, I wish I had, I'd go play it. Yeah. It sounds, we should go. Yeah. <laughs> that's, um, all, that's all I can say about the wigger. Yeah. Nope. It look cool. Good course. Um, yeah. Several major championships at it. Yeah, for sure. Augusta, number one, obviously. Yeah. Steve is like going one in front of me on the last two. Sorry. Nope. That's good. Good choices. I'm not going to argue with you. Yeah. Um, I mean, I, I think Augusta has to be on your list for any golfer. Um, and for, for a couple of reasons. Obviously, it's beautiful. Um, and obviously, it is... Um, for my generation, it is the s- sort of significant golf course major-wise. So significant things happened before me. That's fine. I remember Jack Nicholas winning. I remember Tom Watson winning. I remember Tiger win- winning all those uh, Masters. Yep. Um, I remember, you know, letting women in and that whole thing mm-hmm. when we were there. I've been there as well as you have. It's one of the most beautiful places. So I know you don't watch much golf. Did you watch the the women's amateur that they host there now? I don't watch any golf. Yeah, um, it's actually entertaining. They he, they've he done a good job. Watch TV. I don't watch TV. Yeah, I watched the Muscle Shoals thing on my iPad. <laughs> I've watched a season and a half of Ted Lasso, which is if you if you've seen Ted Lasso, uh-uh. Ted Lasso is the best television. Um, just I'm guessing from because I don't watch a lot of. But have you seen Ted Lasso, Aaron? Nope. Is it, it on is, Apple TV? It's on Apple. It, it is, I don't have Apple. It is some of the it's some of the best TV I've ever seen. It is forget the soccer because the soccer is minimal. It is it is some of the best funniest. I've heard it's just a feel good show. It is it is first of all it's incredibly deep, but the humor there are times when you just it is it is spectacular. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Nigel recommended it to me. Um, who's a good good friend of Aaron and I's, and he said... The Don. The leadership stuff out of that alone, where he talks about leadership stuff, is worth it alone. Yeah, I'm going to watch it at some point. i got to get Apple TV. Just um, get it for seven days and then power watch it. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> like the, uh, Nigel did with 11 minutes. Yeah. So there's two things now that Augusta does, and the one I just mentioned is the, the, the Augusta Women's Amateurs. Amateur. Nice. Um, really, really fun event to watch. And then the drive, chip, and putt challenge that they do the weekend before the Masters with the kids. Oh, nice. Awesome. Were I you there for the part three contest? It. No, we were not there. We did go walk around the course, um, but we weren't there that day. That's pretty cool. I would like to see that. That yeah. would be pretty sweet. Pretty cool. Um, but, yeah, the drive, chip, and putt, they have a couple different age ranges. And uh, they hit a couple of drives. They hit a couple, you know, and it's all points, right? And whoever has the highest points is wins Champion. their their category. And there's so you have to play into this from you know there's like statewide and then regional and then you know was there drive putt and chip when you were a kid? No, I remember that. I don't remember. I don't remember participating in it, but I remember that being around when I was a kid. But I don't, I don't remember, remember that at all. I don't remember participating in it. Yeah, I wish it was around, or I wish I had known about it if it was around. Do you were you there when they skipped the balls across the lake? Yes, that's pretty cool too. Yeah, I got to see that. That was pretty neat. Uh, somebody, 
Oh, it was uh, Kevin Stadler and Craig Stadler, father son, were playing a practice round together when I was there, and uh, Kevin, who was on the tour for a good amount of time, but nowhere yeah. near the career that his dad had, right? Yep, the walrus. Um, he walks up and and tries it and just plunks one right into the lake. <laughs> And his dad, like, pushes him out of the way, and he's like, get out of the way. Let me show you how to do this. <laughs> and he skips one and almost holes it out. I've seen a couple. It was seen super a impressive. Hole, a hole in ones on television. Um, that hole is cool. I mean, obviously, that's the hole that Tiger chipped in on. Yeah. And Paula and I stood behind that hole, and, and I probably told this story. but And so Paula, I'm, t- I'm telling Paula the story and pointing out where stuff was, and she goes, I don't understand. You know, how do you chip in there? And I said... <laughs> That's the point. He's the only one that's ever done <laughs> right. it. So who does? Right. Well, Nobody like, else knows it's either. It's like Watson, the story of Watson chipping in yeah. uh, on Pebble, right? Yep. And you, and I guess some drunken night they went in and tried to chip in. And and I guess he said at some point, I think you don't understand. <laughs> <laughs> like, the point is, you're not supposed to chip in from back here. Yeah. Right? And if he yeah. didn't, if the ball didn't hit the pan, it would have been 30 feet by. But Yeah. We stood over where uh, Bubba hit the shot out of the trees on, uh, what is that, 12 or 13? Yeah. I don't remember what number it is now, but, man, you stand there, and it's like, how in the world does a golf ball turn that far? Yeah. I have never once in my life intentionally turned a golf ball over that far. Right. I've unintentionally done it (laughs) several times. Unintentionally, yeah. Oh, sure. Oh, yeah. Um, Probably more. It was so impressive from where he was standing. No. You just cannot understand it until you stand there and watch so that, it paul and i walked around all day the point of augusta and this is the part that i try to if you've never been i've watched enough golf there i did as a kid religiously and, and as a young adult and paul and i've watched some i don't watch it anymore but you could st- this is where craig stadler did this mm-hmm. this is where just to pull a name yeah up, this Tiger is where Sevi, in. this is where Sevi ballesteros did this this right. is where <clears throat> This is where yep. people that I never watched play golf did this. Yeah. This is where this happened, right? Yeah. This is where Tom Watson did this. This is where Tiger Woods did this. Yeah. That's why Augusta is the greatest golf course. And 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 really, because it has all of that and it's spectacular. Yeah. Yeah, it's something else. So I can't wait number? to go back. So yeah. number one, um, so I picked a specific course, but it's really the whole thing because there's multiple but i picked pacific dunes at bandon dunes okay because um if if i think about like a buddy's trip or like my dad taking my dad on a trip to go play golf right bandon dunes has got four of the top courses in the world cool that you can easily get on right it's not hard to book a, a tea time there if you do it in advance um it's not easy to get to is the hard part about it, but just the whole area. And they've got a, a short course now too, that is supposed to be one of the best in, in the world. Um, but the, the style of golf that you get there, the difference in golf courses inside the facility nice, are, are spectacular and very, very different. You know, you're going to have some weather to deal with at times. Sometimes it's going to be really nice and, and you're going to play great. Sometimes the wind is just going to kick your ass. But um, I just feel like that's a place where you could literally go for a week. You would never play the same course twice. 
Even if you played the exact same golf course, it's going to be completely different the next day. The weather would be different. Something yeah, would be different. Absolutely. Nice. Um, and so I feel like that is the ultimate place for a buddy's golf trip. That's good. I, I like that. Because then you don't have to travel, right? There's a lot of pluses there. I like the yeah. Robert Trent Jones because you can. Yeah, RTJ is a great one. <clears throat> but yeah. you got to travel. Pinehurst would be another one to do that Pinehurst. at. I think it's probably number two for if you talk about, you know, having multiple courses to play in a buddy area. trip. Yeah. yeah. Yep. Um, and there's a ton of places to stay at Pinehurst, Bandon Dunes. I mean, you're going to do a little bit of work to to find a, a house, but there it's available, right? There's there's services now that pick you up at the airport and transport you to the to the so golf where's course. That at? And I, I'm not actually it's in Oregon. It. Oh, nice. Okay. Um, it's on the coast. Yeah, it's on the coast. Yeah. Um, but yeah, you you literally like you leave the airport with all your golf clubs and and luggage. And you just stay in that area for just play. a week straight, and you would not have to leave one time. Nice, that's good. So that's a good call. That's that's my pick. I think the ultimate buddies uh, resort or whatever. It's not a resort, but whatever you want to call that, right? Gathering place, golf facility. Yeah. So, Aaron, I want to go to the Pacific Northwest too. Let's do it, man. Right. Let's let's do a band and dunes trip. I'd, I'd live there in a heartbeat. Uh, my number one, uh, one that you probably never heard of either. Uh, Castle Stewart Cabot Highlands in Inverness, Scotland. Uh, Inverness? Inverness. Yeah. I've heard of it. Yeah, oh, there we go. for sure. Um, definitely not the most famous course there, but yeah. yeah. Yep. That's another place you could go. So that's what they say about Scotland is um, you can you can pick a place to stay and then literally you just hop on a train with your golf clubs and it takes you right in front of the golf course. It literally drops you off right in front of the golf course. And there you go. They built their entire system to... To just basically pick you up, move you from golf course to golf course. It's like where they they know what the number one commodity is. Yeah, it's whiskey and, and <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Literally, you leave the golf course, they'll wait, drop wait. you off at a at a uh, uh, distillery, you know, yeah. and you can drink all night and then take yep. the train back to your hotel. Oh, I could yeah. take a, a Scottish breakfast too. Oh, sign me up. No, Europe does not know how to do breakfast. Shut do your not fucking argue mouth. With me. What are you talking about? Do not argue with me. English doesn't know how to. They don't no. know how to do. It. <coughs> Their breakfast is awful. They don't cook bacon right. They put weird food, beans and you're, stuff, with breakfast. Like that's not good. You're trash. Just because you don't like mushrooms. Trash. I didn't even mention the mushrooms. No, I well, fried about everything else. Sautéed mushrooms coming with the breakfast. It's not breakfast. Oh, such a bad thing. So those are what courses <laughs> do we miss? So I, undoubtedly we missed a ton of courses. Oh, for sure. Um, For sure. None of the TPC courses were on our list. So, you know, I... I'm not a fan of them, so that's why yeah. none of... Because they're that stupid stadium style, which you can, you obviously caught my commentary on that. Yeah. I'm not really a fan of that. You're not a fan of the... Uh, the Island uh, Greens and all that stuff. Waste management? Um, <clears throat> I've not actually... I, I don't watch TV uh, golf, so I don't... I haven't seen a ton of that course. Our timeshare is actually like, Five miles from there. So, and we've gone out there during the fucking tournament. And trust me, those fuckers are crazy. But I'm not big about watching golf in person either, in general. And so, I've not seen it. So, I don't know that golf course, but I'm not a big TPC fan. So, the the TPC courses are not necessarily set up for standard the best golf courses to play, right? It's designed to challenge professional golfers. Um, and they're set up for spectators. Yeah. So if you take that 
out of the equation, like when you and I would go play one of them, it's a completely different look, right? Without the grandstands and, and the hospitality areas, it changes mm-hmm. the entire outlook of the golf course. Yeah. Um, and so I don't think most of the um, most of the TPC courses would make the list for most people. Now, um, as far as like going to watch a tournament, um, the one in Scottsdale was awesome. That was a, a it really wasn't like any golf tournament I've ever been to. It was like a party, and there just happened to be some guys playing golf around you. Um, so if you're going to go to a tournament, that's a great one to go to, right? Um, the Players Championship at, at Sawgrass, like that was a great great golf course to go walk around and watch golf, right? It's a really entertaining golf course to to watch those guys play because it's challenging. I mean, it's a tough golf course. So if you think about it from that standpoint, um, I don't think it would make the list for courses most people would play. But, I mean, if you look at, like, the the top courses in the world, you know, you've got uh, Royal County down. That probably should have made the list for somebody. I debated that. That yeah. was that was the other flip for me on Muirfield, and I just thought it was a little too. Um, that's probably if we were Royal County down, is probably the birthplace of golf. Yeah, I mean it's an old Tom Morris course for sure. Yep. Um, and I Royal Melbourne Muir- probably could have made the list. Royal Melbourne, I'm just not familiar with the Australia courses. So yeah. Now, now we're getting golf geeky a little bit, but I'm just not familiar with the Australia courses. So if you're gonna, if I'm then just picking it off a list. Yeah. Uh, Royal Port Rush. None of us picked that one. Yep. Um, Cabot Cliffs is that the one you picked in Nova Scotia? None of us picked Beth Beth Page. Beth Page, yeah. No, uh, none of us picked no. any of the courses in Atlanta. So any of yeah. the the famous courses down there. Yeah, and you've got like none, no Florida courses uh, yeah. on this list. I picked one in Georgia, the Fringe Mini Golf. <laughs> Just now looking away from Aaron, so you can all hear that on the radio oh, or hear that on the podcast. I've just been over here just watching the game because I like when it comes to my turn that, that I can then I can say something, say something. because that's that's all I can, can contribute to this. So I'm interested what we missed that's completely obvious. I w- I was interested. I looked at a couple top hundred lists because I was just looking. There was actually a list in Ve- course in Vegas, and I thought no, no fucking way. I didn't recognize. Yeah, him. Shinnecock. Shinnecock. That <laughs> could have been on a. <laughs> <clears throat> Whistling Straits, I mentioned. Whistling Straits, yeah. That probably could have been on there. Uh, Oakmont. Oakmont. Um, Doral. I mean, I think that would probably be an interesting course to play. Yeah. There's a there's a bunch that we could have picked. I mean, yep. you know, the uh, I'm hoping to get to play that uh, Casa de Campo, Teeth of the Dog, when we go there for... Uh, TAA, that's the one they play at TAA, and that's supposed to be an awesome golf course. So yeah. hoping to get to play that one um, at some point, but we'll see. Nice. So covering the top five things we're grateful for, obviously this is going to come out the day after Thanksgiving. Um, and so we're going to make this somewhat lighthearted, obviously somewhat serious. Does anybody have any oil picks? How did we miss Carnoustie? Carnoustie. That should have been on there. Probably should have been. I do have one. I have one as well. So why don't you start us off on the oils, and then I will go, and then you can start on your. Yeah. So my I'm I went. I figure like I left the the obvious ones off there. Friends, family, house, 
stuff like that. Like I, f- I feel like those are okay. kind of like the generalization. Like, yes, I'm glad to be married. I'm I glad put to have, some of those on. Mine. I'm glad. To, well, I'm saying for me, like I'm glad to have you guys. I'm glad to have the show. I'm glad to have my family, you know, relatively good health, blah, blah, stuff like that. So I went a little more on the lighthearted side okay. just because that's who I am. So my first, actually my only OLI is a, a good beard day. Some days it's just like wild. Oh my gosh. Some days it's like fucking hits. Today was not a good day because I went to bed with a wet beard. And this morning I woke up. Yeah, and it, it doesn't just, look good tonight. It was fucking. I think we can agree with that. Oh, it's not a good so, beard day. <laughs> so like I don't have any, well, I don't have any stuff in it now. This is just natural. This is just no. Yeah, no, it's bomb. crazy as motherfucker. Yeah, it's, yeah, it's yeah. But so we were gonna we were gonna do a little intervention <laughs> after the show, but we can do it on the show when I have a good a good like yeah I like that. But yeah. yeah. So my uh, oil is. Um, so I've been pissed at the World Cup this week because I got lectured by a fucking guy who's a crook. And then uh, they banned beer, which I don't care because I'm not drinking beer now. And there's been a bunch of bullshit on the World Cup this week. And they banned a bunch of other stuff. Too. And they, they a bunch of there. other stuff, which is bullshit. And to be honest with you, um, I'm kind of done with the World Cup. They made their bed. They know what they're getting into. 100%. And you know what I found out today? Because I was going to just tune in and watch a little because it was over lunch. Um, that Fox is, is, is blocked on our local channels here. You I know think what? it's on all, on all DirecTV channels. All DirecTV, but I can't see uh, Fox. So that means I cannot watch the World Cup at all. So I, the first thing I'm grateful for is I cannot watch the World Cup. <laughs> so fuck them. I honestly forgot and it started. And they're fucking like banning rainbow hats. I honestly forgot it started. I seriously, like I love soccer and I just, you know what? I just don't give a shit about this one. One hundred percent. So, so I'm grateful that uh, Directv and Fox are pissing on each other's shoes. So I can't watch the. Well, World that's Cup. what's crazy is like I because Arkansas is Dallas territory or, or Cowboys territory, territory, and they're always playing on on sixteen here. So I'm surprised they haven't got that shit fixed up because it's been a. Is it? I, it's I been, don't watch TV. It's probably been a month, I guess. Did I tell you about the Muscle Shoals documentary? That's the only <laughs> TV I've watched in the last month. Yeah. It was awesome. So that's just crazy how, yeah, it's not it's not fixed here. So what's your fifth? So my fifth one is we've all, like, getting older, things start to expand where you don't want to expand and stuff. <laughs> so whenever I have, like, a, my favorite hoodie and it still fits, like, I'm happy with that. So uh, my fifth is the fact that Aaron is expanding. No, I'm joking. (laughs) So uh, a nice fitting hoodie is Aaron's fifth. No, my favorite hoodie that still fits. Still fits. So, yeah, I'm with you. I mean, (laughs) like I'm I'm wearing it tonight. This is my first time I put on this season and it still fits very comfortably. I'm like, all right, that's I'm happy about that. (laughs) Like the only thing that would have made it better was if I found a 20 in the pocket. That's the only thing that would have made it better. (laughs) When I get off work in the wintertime, I go home and I put on sweatpants and a hoodie. And half the time I'm on Aaron's patio, it's all it is. Sweatpants and a hoodie. Yep. I've seen pictures of that. (laughs) I want to talk to both of you about that. I don't need to see that shit. Hey, while we're on that, some days you just don't want to leave the house. And you just want to have a, you, you know. Yeah, oh, I got a couple a of sensitive. comments here. Yeah, Mark. I'm a little sensitive about the comments, apparently. <laughs> We're hanging out it's on. social fucking media. I'm a troll. We're hanging out <laughs> at Cthulhu's Taint, enjoying a nice cigar. <laughs> Even though it is a little chilly, that's what we want to do. Yes, we have keys to, to, to numerous shops. Well, but here's the deal. 
So, so just so you know, you posted a picture about how you were fucking cold sitting on your deck. I was fine. No, you posted a picture. I did. Look at him. Somebody posted a picture. Of I did t- not say. All I said was the cold won't stop us. Yeah. I didn't say we were and cold. So I said, I don't want to fucking hear it from guys who have keys to a cigar lounge. <laughs> some of us don't. And so some of us were putting up with the cold, having to tough it. Working a cigar shop. That's all I got to say. I bought one at one point for that very reason. Uh, so my fifth one is um, the fact that Aaron won't smoke any of his good cigars and only smokes cheap cigars. So is that really a list? It's on here. See, it's right no there. No joke. Aaron cigars. My number five is Aaron's cigar collection. Right. I'm not kidding. So, because when I go to Aaron's house and I smoke oh, you got the it. cigar I took, I'm going sure. and digging through his humidor. <laughs> so let me tell you this. So we just did Secret Santa with uh, um, with Luxury and with Dirty Ash. I signed up for both those. What'd I, you get? I, I, I don't want to say it because I don't know if they listen oh, okay. or not. Um, but I just went through my collection of stuff. Yeah. And like, absolutely. I gave, I gave away, I gave away some really good stuff. Cool. <laughs> so I've been talking, I'm going to start talking to my niece because I think we need to start making t-shirts and I have some killer ideas from t-shirts. <laughs> so, and that just, the Do dirty you motherfuckers Santa- really have my cigar collection on your list. Yes. <laughs> Aaron's Aaron cigar, cigar collection. collection. That's <laughs> what mine says. <laughs> right there. <laughs> See, I have mine on my note card. So Mine's wait. on mine, too. Look. Oh, my God. There that's, you go. That's there you go. funny. <laughs> so, uh, there you go. Uh, I love and hate you both. Um, well, it's something I'm grateful for. I, yeah. I just Me, too. He's <laughs> diff- grateful for a different reason than I am. Um, and I don't smoke cheap cigars. I, nope. smoke, I smoke good inexpensive cigars. Not even yeah. inexpensive. My wheelhouse is like twelve dollars. That's not cheap. Okay. I'm I'm laughing so much. That's funny. Ugh. All right, number four, Aaron. That's funny. Oh, what do I have at number four? Uh, number four, old bookstores. Love me an old bookstore. That's nah, a good one. I'm out, man. Like the River Market Books and Gifts. Okay. Four levels, thousands and thousands of areas of books. When was the last time you went? Oh god, it's probably been a year since I've been. Wait, wait, but my pro- my problem is when I go, I buy ten books that I do not touch or read for a very long time. I have a stack of books, and I just yeah. don't have any room to put. Fuck, books there's anymore. three of them in there about Johnny Cash yeah. that I really want to read. But I just love like, like when we went to San Francisco a couple of years ago. Um, Mo was getting her hair cut, and I just walked around downtown San Francisco, and I found an old bookstore, and I was there for like an hour just perusing and it's like man fucking uh, the smell of an old bookstore like that's why i like mothbally and like those style of cigars so much it just reminds me of old bookstores i just love it i love old cigar or um, old record stores too old <laughs> yeah. cigar stores too. Old, old cigar stores yeah. but old old record stores yeah, same too, thing. You're you just, just going through and oh, look at this yeah you're just perusing and just <laughs> it's merle haggard yeah i could get into that I love old record stores. The only thing I don't like about old record stores is what I didn't like about your old humidor, which is they're not built for fat guys. Yeah. <laughs> no. No. Yeah. So my fourth is uh, cliche, but family and friends. I have, I don't have a ton of friends because I don't think you should personally for me. I don't like people that much. Um, <laughs> and I've, I don't have a huge family, but yeah. I have 
the people that I can count on in good times and bad. Love sitting with them. I love joking with them. Um, and I'm blessed. So that's what I'm going to yeah, say. About I, I, have a, I, have a, I have a good size. I, I have a good size family. I, I deal with a select few. Mainly like the people who live here and then most side, everything, love them. Mm-hmm. And then I have a, like friends who are in the family category. And then I have a lot of acquaintances. I do too. So, and, and not that I don't like those acquaintances, but I just have, I have some rock steady, like. I have a list of like six people who, if I get in trouble or I go to jail, that's yes. who I'm calling. And of those six, none of them are my blood. So that's yeah. like a different, yeah. that's yes. a different category. Yeah. And it, you know, and I, I'd start listing who those people are, but that that's probably. You're just alienating. Somebody, right. <laughs> Let I, them guess. I have a lot of people who, uh, uh, several people who I can call on who, who've, you know, who in tough times you call and you talk to or you sit you, next to them. And you, you, you have talk. two types of friends or family. You have ones that will help you bury a body and the ones will help you like, do both get rid of the body and bury at the same time. Right. <laughs> I always said there's <clears throat> yeah, people who promise to bury body and then those who, who've actually done it for you. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> right. So family and friends. Yeah. My number four. Um, so I have health on here. Um, That's a good one. Going through the, the pandemic period where, I mean, we lost a couple of family members and, and multiple friends um, or acquaintances, whatever you want to call them. Um, you know, that, that was a rough couple of years. Mm-hmm. Um, so I'm, I'm very thankful that, that we're on the backside of it. Um, life is becoming more and more normal every day. And, uh, so I'm, I'm very thankful to have made it through that. Yeah. Like the Marvel movies had the blip. That was, yeah, that was our that blip. Was COVID. Yeah. <laughs> it was our blip. That was yeah, for blip. sure. It was a bad one. My, are we on three, four, three, um, Art museums, love art museums. Anything where you can get like just lost in old history, whether it be like a natural history museum or like the the Nelson Art Gallery in KC. We got the new art museum here that's been in construction for like seven years, it seems like, in Little Rock. That's going to be like a top-notch art museum in in the South. It's going to be, I'm going to be there opening weekend. I cannot wait for that shit to open up. Just because I love just walking around and just saying like, oh, I can paint that. And then knowing goddamn well, I can't paint any of that (laughs) at all. Uh, But then just like reading every little place card and just, I mean, just getting lost. Like getting lost in an old bookstore, I can get lost in a fucking art museum. Like nothing else. That's a good one. So obviously uh, on my list somewhere was going to be Music, mainly live music. Um, The thing that I miss most about everything that's gone on over the last three years is standing next to Paula at a live music concert and just being there and in in the moment. So live music for me is uh, one of the things that I am most grateful for. Mm -hmm. I figured music would be on there somewhere. Mm -hmm. Music period, but live music in particular in a subgenre of the listening to music stuff. Yeah. <laughs> uh, my next one is um, family and friends. And, um, you know, I count the Scar family, mm-hmm. you know, as part of part of that group. Um, I'm a lot like you guys. I have, a, I, I have a lot of people and I call them friends. They're 
friends, right? More more acquaintance than anything. And then I have that group of people that, like you guys just said, I mean, it's the exact same thing. You know, you have that group of five or six or seven people that, like, you really, they're on a different level. Mm-hmm. So that was my uh, that was my third. Number two, Aaron. Moe's Cooking. Ooh. I need to change my list real quick. <laughs> like I, I don't. I went to culinary school. I used to cook a whole bunch. I lost my love of cooking a while ago. And then we're going on, we've been together seven years, maybe eight years, I forget. Um, and what? It like, and it what? We've been together eight years? Seven or eight, I forget. We met in that can't o- be right. October of 16. I've only been in Little Rock seven years. So we're going on. So we're, we just start our seventh year. That's what. That's why I do it. So like, that's six years. So we're yeah, but we're in our seventh year together. No, so. that's six years. But we're on our seventh. <laughs> okay. It's okay. like we, when you turn you when you turn when thirty you're three, you're technically like whatever. But yeah, I don't know. Anyway. Okay, boo. <laughs> but her her cooking like it's just so fucking. It's really good. The time reason out, I, time the, out the, time out. This oh, is the commercial. <laughs> this is the greatest commercial ever. <laughs> Uh, a peppermint if, frosty. If, yeah. if nobody has seen the commercial of the the Wendy's with the Santa sitting on his lap, you got to ch- go to YouTube right now. Peppermint frosty. Check it out. It I is guess, the, yeah. it is the greatest commercial. It's so good. Fuck that. They have Sorry, a I didn't mean to interrupt you guys. <laughs> but no, the reason why like I'm always afraid that my hoodie won't fit anymore <laughs> yeah. is because of her food. <laughs> like, she un- is a great cook. Uh, it's unreal. She she's, is. She's a great cook. I'm not. I'm not going to disagree with you that she is a great cook. Like a lot of yep. our listening audience has heard about most cookies or has had most cookies mm-hmm. from our from like our travels to Austin or whenever we do the the herfs and stuff here or whatever. Yep. So they can do it. They can attest. And then yes, a lot of people here has had had the food and she. Oh, and the thing with her, she makes so fucking much of it. Like there's just two of us. But we're feeding a family of 12, it seems and she's like. She's a short stack, so you're obligated to eat a lot of that. <laughs> yeah. And, and I do. I yeah. had, I had so, I've had so many carnitas in the past two <laughs> days, and I'm going to have more tomorrow for lunch. It's just like, oh, fuck, just give me more. Give me more. Yeah. I'll take it. Yep. yep it's good. Carnitas are awesome. Oh, fuck it. So oh, good. yeah. <clears throat> so my second one is, is, um, is work which sounds strange to be thankful for that, but I have been lucky that I've been able to do a job that I enjoy with people that I absolutely love and um, been able to build two or three really great teams um, and do that with people that I really enjoy working with um, and make money that allows Paula and I to live comfortably. And so I'm grateful for the blessings that I've been given along the way to be able to do that. So I realize that I'm fortunate in a lot of ways. So I, I, I'm at this time of year, I'm doing reviews for all of my people realize that I've been given uh, a pretty fortunate gift. Um, and I, I'm, I'm grateful for that. So I'm thankful for that. Yeah. Work. Strange thing to have on your top five <laughs> list, but you know, um, just I'm thankful for that. Yeah. Um, so my next one is actually you two, um, as well as the the listenership of the show. Oh, not the band. 
No. Oh. Um, oh, pretty good band. So, and this will play into my number one as well, but, um, you know, having been gone for a couple of years and coming back and, and it really just felt like, you know, I was gone for a couple episodes and yeah, it did right well. back at it. I mean, it, it just... Um, and it survived you know. while you're gone. <laughs> well, I had no doubt about that, but just being able to come back and, and right, just somebody did <laughs> <laughs> being able to come back and just plug it right back in and, and, um, you know, continue the show and, you know, the people that listen to it are the reason we're able to do that. And, yeah. you know, the cigar shop is part of that. So, which I'm still really blows me away. I don't know that. why you people listen to this shit. <laughs> so, I do, I do want to say, because I did not write that down, and that's a great one. And so I love you two guys, and I do want to say that. And I didn't write that down because I thought that would be too zappy. But um, I do – one of the things every week – I mean, I, I we've talked about this. I would sit down, and we do this, and shoot the shit with you two anytime, and mm-hmm. we talk about a million things. And I love you two as brothers. But it's crazy to think that there's times when I sit in here and t- – people who one way listen to us and then we sit down and talk to them like Mike or, or the million people that I do like people who listen to me. I was, I was, I was talking to a couple that I won't, won't mention by name for varying reasons until later, but they listen to our show and they comment on stuff. And, and um, it is just early on. I was a little weirded out about it. Because yeah, the it, first time it's odd. Because you just go, you're starting with like 100 miles ahead of me because then I don't know <laughs> yeah. anything about yeah. you. But you get comfortable with that. And then you meet some of the coolest fucking people ever. For sure. Like, like <clears throat> you sit down with Mike and he's like a Manchester United fan and, and a cool dude and somebody who I just enjoy laughing with and talking to. And you meet these people who are just... Um, really cool people yep and it's uh it is a totally cool blessing and it should have been on my list it probably should be number one um because it is one of the things that i'm super grateful for so since your point is excellent so since you're calling out people who listen to the show i want to call out john because i at the john is a great example at, at the shop i work at i have absolutely no service it is in the middle of the sticks in the met in the metal building i get zero service whatsoever so unless i step outside i don't getting messages. I step outside Friday at about one o'clock and I get just get bombarded with text messages and all this other shit. And I see a picture from John where he just took a picture of his uh, uh, computer screen showing what time it was at the time he heard me say, Hey John, what time is it in Arizona? (laughs) (laughs) And all all I reply is thanks. (laughs) And so for the record, so for the record, funniest shit ever. Oh yeah. It is. It is one hour behind us. <laughs> right. John, that is the best. Um, so one of the things that is amazing about people who listen to the show is they have our stupid sense of humor. Oh, absolutely. Yeah, oh, yeah. So for the record, funniest people yeah, ever. For sure. But it is it is become randomly you just run into people who know people who will say, I recognize your voice, and then you sit and have just the coolest conversations yeah. ever. It is just awesome. And I I do want to say from Aaron and I, because you, you commented about fitting back in. We didn't doubt that because we had a eh, 15 second conversation about this. The night that you announced, oh, he yeah, told yeah, me yeah, you were yeah, coming yeah, back. Yeah. There was like zero question for us. Um, and, Cause it was obvious that you would fit back in. 
Um, but it is, it has gone exceptionally well. And you, there was never a doubt to us that you would fit back in, but I'm super glad you said yes. Yeah. I appreciate you too. Are we to number one? Number one. Mark, what's my number one? You're most grateful for <laughs> the Raiders. <laughs> Fuck the Raiders. <laughs> you know what my number one is. You've already said it. Your cigar collection? <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. New music. Music. Oh, new music. Yeah. Yes. Music in general, but but, but to me. New music. New music. Because That's like, a good one. Like I ha- Finding something th- new. Thankfully, like the bands that I really love now. I've I've been fans of for fifteen almost twenty years, and they're still producing music. I know eventually that will stop, just because, like in all things in life, things come to an end. But like Bayside, it's my absolute favorite band. Right. I first found them in '05 or '04, something like that, and they just released an EP two weeks ago, and they're going on tour, and it's just like I'm so glad. Like, and they're a little older than than me. They're Early 40s, I guess. 90s. Yeah, early 40s. <laughs> but they're still producing great, amazing music. And then, uh, like, finding... You, know, you like ba- ba- Bayside. You, you, get to, you can get with Bayside. But then, like, just other stuff. And then, like, like older jazz musicians who, like, stopped in, like, the 70s, but, like, they're producing new, new stuff now. And it's just, like, just new music. I love finding new music. So... That's a good one. Yep. It's a, it's a different take than I had on the music, mm-hmm. but that new, I still remember sometimes some bands that I found and where I found them. Like I found ZZ Ward on the patio at the hotel I was staying at when I first moved here. Cause I was staying here while Paula came down. I remember sitting out there and finding her on YouTube and just new music is the best. Yeah. I love agree. it. Like fr- new music always usually drops on Tuesdays and Fridays. Yep. And then like my Spotify is always like new releases. Like, Oh, who's on here that I follow and who I know. Like, Oh, awesome. Yeah. I love that. Yeah. Yep. Um, so for me, the number one thing is, is going to seem odd with the year I've had, which is my health because, uh, it's been a weird year and, uh, I'm doing relatively well and I probably shouldn't be. And so I'm grateful for my health. Yeah, I, I thought about saying specifically your health when I when I put health on my list, but I didn't want to pry too much. But um, no, yeah, I listen. We were worried about you for a little while, and still are. I I am grateful that people are worried about me because yeah. that is uh, pretty awesome. I think um, you'll be surprised at how many people don't realize or or think that the, when we found out about the shit that you're going through was, was not made. was not scripted no, or whatever. Like no, not. that was honest to God. Yes, true happening in the moment. No, it was well it, for me. I never got told. You told him. <laughs> so that's just his own fault. Right. But for me, I was never told. You were never told. That's true. <laughs> I figured since you at Catula Taint, uh, you talk about everything. Um, <laughs> um, See how I adapt there um, um, that you would know. But, um, yeah, I'm grateful for my health and all the people that have supported me this year. So that's a pretty big deal. So, And so yeah. uh, I appreciate that you put health on your list thinking of me. Um, and so uh, obviously this year has been a challenging year. So coming out the other end of it, I hope. And uh, so thankful for those things that, uh, for those things that uh, we get through. So. 
Uh, so my number one, I just wrote um, being home, and that encompasses a lot of different things. So um, first, my wife for putting up with me um, and the move that we made back and forth. Um, I mean, that was that was a rough period when we first moved, and, and she adapted and, and came to love Atlanta. And then, you know, when we made the decision to move home, she said, fine, you know, I'll pack all my stuff up and leave the relationships that I had made there to go back home. And, and she's developed new and, and reopened old relationships that she had here. Um, you know, being able to be home with my college buddies that I duck hunt, deer hunt with all the time. Um, and, and so like having those relationships back to where it's not just like once or twice a year, you know, I get to see those guys a lot. I talk to at least one of them on the phone almost every day, um, at least a couple times a week. Um, being back in the cigar shop, um, you know, getting to see all the guys here, um, employees and customers. Um, so being close to family, my nephews, nieces and nephews, um, that's, that's been, that was a bit of a rough thing for me to miss birthdays and things living in Atlanta. I bet. Um, especially at, you know, the age where they're just now starting to get fun when we moved and making the core memories and stuff. Yeah. Um, and so like being able to be here in, in Arkansas is a total blessing to me. Um, you don't really realize what that stuff means to you until it's not there anymore. And so a lot of people think Arkansas is, you know, shoeless, toothless people just running around, but it's an absolutely beautiful state. There's a lot of, a lot of great qualities yep, um, and, and a lot of wonderful people and things going on here. So I'm very thankful to be home. Arkansas yeah. is an amazing place. You, you're, you're 100% right about that. And uh, Kaylee is... She's a saint. She deserves uh, yeah. some sort of award. It's hard. It's hard as when you're. It's just the two of you and yeah. the pups, right? So yep. I I feel you on that, Paula. And I moved down here, um, and within that same situation, it's in some ways it's very. It brings you closer together mm-hmm. um, because it's just the two of you. But in it's a it's um it's a challenge. So I I respect that you did both. Um, and we are super glad to have you back. I don't know, like Mo was excited that you would come back and moving next door for like me purposes, like having a buddy I can have, smoke cigars with and stuff like yeah. that. But she, like her and like Kaylee and Mo have like they were friends before, but they've bonded to something bigger now. They're yeah, one for unit. Sure. Like I mean, she they have a she has a, a not scrapbooking, but like a arts and craft buddy and like they go yeah. antique shopping and shit like that. So it's like, it's, it's opened up more stuff for, for Mo as well. Since, since y'all. Yeah. Mo, Mo has been a big part of that. And that was part of the pitch of coming home was, um, you know, being able to move next to you guys and, mm. and she would have somebody right there. They that, could have lunch together if they want. Yeah, I mean, somebody that, that is supportive and, and just a great person, yeah. you know, so that was a big part of it. You sucker me into helping you, put up Christmas lights in your steep ass roof. <laughs> I put lights on your house too. <laughs> you should have, have a steep ass roof. Yeah, but we were out there look like the gay couple putting <laughs> putting Christmas lights up. <laughs> I'm sure it was sweet, you know. Yeah. Look look good. And I have a Joel dance. I have a We should have. I have a steeper roof than his, but his is like tall, like way tall. Mine's just 
the pitch is really high. Now, yeah. <clears throat> did you do you miss your old neighbor, Aaron? I never met my old neighbor. No, <laughs> you did. <laughs> Why? They, met they met me. They met me. No, but like we've had. We Aaron had, doesn't know anybody in our neighborhood, and that is perfectly fine. We did have some people stop by and like <laughs> and like wave and stuff while we're, while we're putting on each other's lights and stuff. And like, have you seen other houses have started doing it as no, well? No, I didn't. Yeah, so the awesome. one we started the trend across the way from us, <laughs> like it's both of our wives are super super into decorations like that. I, and so the earlier I put them up, the happier my wife is. So I'll say for Christmas though, I think I'm, I think I have a little bit more yeah. gusto for, for like, for the outside. I, I like, I've never, I never, yeah, I, I never thought I would own a house. I thought I was going to be a renter for my whole fucking life. Mo thought she was going to be a renter, especially being out in, in the Bay. Like yeah. it's just so expensive to, to buy something out there. So coming out here, I told her, I was like, like when we get a house, like I want to, I want to fucking decorate it up. And I feel like I, for, for us, since we're the first house as well, I feel like we have to like represent the old folks home, right? <laughs> pretty much. <laughs> but like, I just want it to be like nice and welcoming. Like, Oh, this is like, this is the nice neighborhood. There's so many jokes right here. <laughs> just fucking confused which direction uh, yes. to go. So we did try to put lights on the actual like peak of the roof. Not happening. Cause you're, Scared? It's it was, way too man, steep. Man, it was like scared. sketchy. Sketchy. It's way too steep. It was that's sus. And the, the and the uh the ladder we're using semi broke. We had to use <laughs> <Yes>. a lock. Semi <laughs> broke. Ha- ha- so it's either broke or it's not broke. I'm gonna it explain the way shit works. We had to we had to use a rock to shim up one of the legs, and it was a 20-foot extension ladder. And I'm like, I'm holding it. I was like, I got you, buddy. And I'm like, oh, I got you, buddy. I got you, buddy. Yeah. I'm like, if I fall off the roof, just get out of the way. Like, get you, the fuck out of the you're way. not going to catch me. Right. No, he's going to catch you in a loving you kill both of us. <laughs> and he's, he's up on the roof. I'm smoking a cigar. I was like, I was like, man, you need a cigar. He's like, damn, I do. <laughs> I found a new life goal, by the way. On YouTube, there's a video. It's called Van Wives. And they have a whole series. And for two years, they rode around in a really nice van. And they oh, like, an out, like an Outlander style thing? <clears throat> yeah. Camper yeah. van. Camper van. And now they've bought, they just randomly, rando bought a cabin in uh, somewhere in Canada. And they're refurbing it to lady, their lady huh. couple. And they're doing the, like refurbing this whole thing. Yeah. I'm trying to figure out how I can talk Paula into that. Uh, that's your dream. <laughs> I can't. Uh, oh, we just a so cabin cool. in the middle of the woods. And the two of them, I mean, like they built an outhouse and they refurbed the outhouse and then now they're refurbing the cabin. And that's is, cool. Isn't a built in outhouse just a bathroom? It's just a, right. It's not built in. It's well, they're outhouse. doing a built in bathroom in the cabin, but they're also, they also. Oh, okay. Okay. <laughs> have an outhouse. So, excuse me. Um, and so, but I, can see you two doing that. <laughs> I mean, I would love like it is the coolest thing ever. I, like me and Will, my brother in law Will, who has a barbershop, we, we we've talked about like just getting a big plot of land and doing like compound style, like a, yeah, a couple yeah. cabins. Yeah. I have been pitching a commune to people for years, yeah. and I cannot get anybody Dude, to get I'd be into all it. about that. So the problem I have because this is my life goal. So a guy just came back to work. He retired and coming back to work, and so he's got a cabin that he's restoring and doing all that stuff. Like, but he's got a house and he goes up there a bunch and 
And I'm like Paula, and her thing is she wants it. She, she, I said, so we, she goes, how about like around Nashville? And I said, well, that's expensive, but we can do that. She goes, no, I want a house. And I go, that's not, I'm, that's not the point. <laughs> point is like cabin out in the woods. An A-frame. Just like a, yeah. yeah it doesn't have to be fancy. Yeah. Just somewhere. The, the roof is somewhere to shingles, get away from it It's all. moss. I mean, they're building, they built like a, um, they built like a solar collection thing for a power. It's like totally off grid. Yeah. That's cool. And they go, they don't even have like, there's no like cell service or anything. So like be totally like nothing. See, I would. Nothing, nothing. That would be fun. It'd be awesome to have a cabin, but I could, if I could afford to do it, I could live in a motorhome and just travel. Well, their van is like, because I've looked at this. The vans are a little small. The vans are a little small, and they're four hundred thousand. Yeah. yeah, they're expensive yeah. for a nice new one. And you know, and you can buy a big motorhome for yeah, that. You can buy a big diesel pusher for that. What would be cool would be like getting like an old school bus, like strip that out and refurb that. Yeah, that that kind of stuff. That would be fun, but I could totally do that. And we talked about it before we decided to move back here. We talked about just move on, Let's just sell road. everything. We'll buy a motorhome. Yeah. We'll put up a home base at. My in-laws place, they got enough land out there. We could put in, you know, a septic and a, um, like electrical hookup. And so when we want to be home for yeah. a couple of weeks or a month, we could. And then when we want to travel, you just take off, you know, yeah. I think that would be really cool. I think you'd get burned out on it at some point. Um, that's and that's where said they yeah. wanted the cabin. They still had the van. I don't know where they're coming up with all the money. Cause it's still yeah. a lot of money. I mean, well, you, like you, YouTube. YouTube channels <laughs> yeah, are YouTube. outrageous. How much money they're yeah. making off that right, stuff. I'm sure they're now only fans. If I could figure that out, I'd be making all kinds of money, but <laughs> for some reason I don't want to pay for pictures of my feet. <laughs> right. <clears throat> You're hundred percent correct. I do not want to pay for pictures of your feet. Yeah, my feet that. are probably worth some money. Now. Yeah, maybe. <laughs> yeah. So. There's somebody with that fetish, that, I'm sure. That I'm is sure. A, that that is one. That is I'm one. sure. The fact that you know that is disturbing, Aaron. Hey, we don't kink shame on the show. I, I didn't know. say that. I just said it was disturbing. <laughs> just disturbing. All right. Thanksgiving has just ended by the time this comes out. Black so, Friday. So Black Friday. Black Friday is up. We're, it, they think Thanksgiving for us this year is going to be a little weirder. We're not doing our big dinner yeah, until, said that. until Sunday because my mom's chemo and stuff. She feels like shit until Saturday. So we're going to do it Sunday, thankfully. I now have the opportunity to do it on Sunday. But are you more of a side guy or more of a turkey guy? Feet. I like feet. <laughs> so side. Do I misunderstand the question? I'm always confused. Aaron's questions always confuse me. Um, I like turkey, but are you kidding me? I mean, we're talking stuffing and mashed potatoes and gravy and green bean casserole. What the fuck are we talking about? It's I, I turkey should be outlawed. I feel I feel like I put like one little piece of turkey on my plate, but like just give me the stovetop, give me yep. au gratin potatoes. Like we have like four different styles of potatoes at our place. We have au gratin, mashed, roasted, scallop, like all that. Yeah. And then and then Mo has started making Patty LaBelle's macaroni and cheese. Oh my god. Good macaroni and cheese is yeah. uh, is, is great. I don't know what Patty does to hers. So Patty, so it's more like a uh, casserole style, not like so a So it's crunchy, a little crunchier. A little crunchy. Like you can yeah. you can like cut it into uh, wedges and stuff. Aaron the first makes one that's really good like that. Like he it's like not as like over cheesy. It's like like, gu- like gooey, yeah. 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 I'm more about that 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 casserole crunchy. style now, yeah. yeah. So yeah. Paula's mom found out that my mom used to make a oyster dressing mm. 
which I really like. Okay. He doesn't mark do Steve down as, as maybe. And so um, <laughs> head shakes don't actually make it. And so, um, <laughs> so Paula's mom made it for me one Thanksgiving and it was, it was good, but it wasn't my mom's, yeah. but, um, it was, and I remember that Thanksgiving uh, largely cause I was super fucking out over. Um, uh, but it was, it was, uh, there seems I, to be a theme here with you and oh, these Paula's, experiences. Paula's Thanksgivings. Yes. <laughs> yes. And, um, Friendsgiving once again, the best thing ever. Yeah. Um, when I was drinking and, um, but I, I'm a sides guy. Yeah. yeah I'm sides too. I, a Turkey, you could leave it off the plate and I'd be now, how about happy. You like now ham? ham, I'm all in on. See, but to me, ham is a Christmas thing. Why though? I just like, we've actually switched to Christmas. Now we've been doing a lot more, uh, prime rib. I'll like, I'll buy a big, nice prime rib from like the local butcher and I'll do, I'll do that for everybody. I, turkey is just not that good. I mean, and I probably need to try it a different way. I don't. I don't make the turkey. My mom does. I'm just not a big fan of turkey. Like even on a, a sandwich, sandwich turkey's yeah. just okay. You know, I'd it's much rather dry, have ham. Yeah. The way I it just it's not one of my favorite meats. Yeah. Now the turkey and stuffing and gravy sandwich sandwich ad. Yes. Yeah. I know what you're talking about. Yeah, because <laughs> that, that I could get in on. Yeah, that I'm in on. Now let me ask you. Because I'm a stovetop stove guy. It's the best. Do you prefer like homemade dressing? No, stovetop. Uh, stovetop the whole yeah. way. Stovetop. I prefer homemade. What, Not at all. I, like I will about? get stovetop just periodically throughout the year. Me too. And just eat the... Just make eat, a whole thing of it and yeah. eat the whole thing. Yeah. A little bit of brown gravy and yeah. you're just good to go. Before I was diabetic or I knew I was diabetic... <laughs> <laughs> Um, I would just literally eat an entire thing of stovetop by myself, just a whole a, box, just a whole box of cornbread. Absolutely, to, I'm not averse to stovetop stuff. Like I've, I've had, I've had good homemade make, style, but there's yeah. there's just something there's something about that flavor of stovetop. Yeah, man. it's just so good. Yeah, so good. I love Weak. it. That's yeah, just now, do you like? Right uh, so my dad and Mo, they both love the cranberry stuff out of the can. I don't like cranberry, cranberry sauce. I, uh, I, I like. I make a good cranberry sauce from scratch. That's uh, that's one of the things I do. So is cranberry a fruit or not? A fruit. It is a fruit. Yeah, yeah. You can put it in a can, or you can put it in a jar, or you can put it fresh. And I, and and this and this who will not eat it. <laughs> is it too tart for you? Too bitter? It's a fruit. Oh yeah, yeah you it don't doesn't eat fruit. fruit. Yeah, right. Yeah, yeah. It's Which moral, blows my mind. It's morally against God. I will <laughs> like last night. I literally just got like a handful of grapes, and that's what I ate for dessert. We found uh, at Costco Saturday. We found uh, abomination pre like prepackaged like uh, grapefruit with in grapefruit juice. Eh. Oh my god, I've been blowing through those things like nothing else. So good. Nah, grapefruit's not I had a payday there. last night. It was really good. <laughs> payday. <laughs> I'm an almond joy guy. We went through the candy bar already. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So yeah. <laughs> those are, um, love to hear what everybody else is thankful for. Yeah, for sure. And um, you're, uh, no, if you have a golf course that you think we left off the list, yeah. let us know. And if you want us to come play with you, let us know. Because we'll make a trip. We'll try to. I know we got we, we to gotta, we gotta play with, with Coach. Uh, coach Jay some some yep. point. that'd be nice for sure so. and i know uh clint also mentioned that he wants to come up and play with us and yep. i know steven uh, for sure wants us to come down to houston and play and maybe we can combine those two so yeah, we can do something yeah that'd, that'd be, be fun. fun well i hope everybody had a good thanksgiving yep. um don't go rushing and buy the new fucking tv and like 
trample over people right after. Unless you want to. Right after you get done <laughs> celebrating <laughs> Thanksgiving. Judgy motherfucker. <laughs> yeah, I'll judge about that. I will God. be judgy about that. Wow, so, you're a judgy motherfucker. So. You know, I used to I used to think that was despicable that people do that, but when you look at what it does to the economy, like I get it, you know. But be be cordial about it. But so, don't be asshole. Listen, if if an old lady's gonna punch me over a, a Barbie, <laughs> I'm gonna punch her back. Oh my god. That's all there is to it. <clears throat> Name of the show, Steve will punch an old lady. I will punch so an old lady. I saw woman. two things. First of all, Walmart has uh in the Walmart Plus has uh, Lego sets on sale. Yeah. Already already ordered a couple. He's, he's already <laughs> rate, he's already rated those. But they those also things. have they have the head things with like uh U two and uh like run DMC <laughs> and like they had like Oh the uh the pop Pop Joy or Pop yeah, whatever, yeah. yeah. And I thought to myself, well, that's kind of fucked up. Oh, the little figurine yeah. deals? Yeah, right. yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, ACDC. <laughs> You're just going, <laughs> okay. I got a few of those. I got I got a few of the BTS guys. So for, those have my... become like a massive collector's item. Yeah. yeah. It's like, it's huge. It, it is this generation's Beanie Baby. So I know you did not yeah. watch the opening thing for the World Cup, and neither did I, but I did see that one of the guys from BTS uh, was there. I think it was, yeah, I forget which one it was. I think it was Jungkook was on there. Yeah. <laughs> I could not name a single member or a single song that they make for my life. V is my guy. I like, I like V. I could not tell you one thing about them. He's the man. I just know that because somebody told me it was a group, a member from BTS, that it was yeah. a member from BTS. Couldn't pick them out of a crowd. I I could. <clears throat> Tall Korean guys. <laughs> yeah, I guess they're if somewhat they exceptional. A crowd, of, well. crowd, crowd of, of American guys. Pretty easy <laughs> yeah, you to might be able to pick them out of that, but no, couldn't tell you one thing about them. I wasn't even 100% they were from Korea. <laughs> yes, from K-pop. What's the new one now, the ladies? Uh, black, pink, pink, black, pink, pink, black. I don't, I'm asking you. I don't know. Those are the two <laughs> words. I'm not sure what order they go I think in. it's black, black, pink. I think it's that. I don't know. What does that even mean? I mean, what does what is, what is Leonard Skinner mean? I don't know. That was their uh, high school gym teacher. <laughs> right. That's actually true. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Uh, ZZ Top. I mean, what, do we, what, what does that mean? Uh, that one I don't know. There is a meaning behind it, but I don't know what I mean, it is. Every band has a meaning behind it. It's no, just... not Dance Gavin Dance. What the hell does that mean? They had a friend that would dance. His name was Gavin. <laughs> You're making that up. <laughs> For everybody shopping out there on Friday today. Uh, be nice. Be nice, but also support your local shops. Yeah, support, Small Business Saturday. Yeah, Support a brick um, and mortar cigar shop. Yeah. Wherever you are. Whether it be in Little Rock or Conway, you got West End, or any other city that you're at. Somewhere you're local, b and yep. yep, for sure. So, all right, we've. I think we've got enough on thinking, and uh, I didn't talk much in the first half because I don't know much about golf courses other than the fringe at... That was a good call. Georgia. <laughs> <laughs> that was a good take. I should have I should have uh, thought of a putt-putt course. Yeah. I didn't think about that. I haven't, man, it's been... Years. So I thought of another one that um, is on the outside looking in and maybe even could have made my list is uh, Payne's Valley that Tiger built at uh, Top of the Rock. Oh, the one in Branson? Yeah. Yeah, we can play that one. That one's definitely on a list of courses I want to go play. Yeah, that's one that's like just a, that's a, that would be a weekend trip. That's a weekend trip. Well, the problem is you got to schedule it so far out 
and trying to get a tee time is almost impossible. But and then we can go play that mini golf course that's that's in Branson. That's the uh, top five of the U.S. You know, what did you like search for top mini golf courses in the yes. country? Yes, I think we're clear on that now. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Never thought of even looking at that. <laughs> Road trip, top five mini golf courses. We yeah. <laughs> uh, Probably one at the Dells in Wisconsin. <laughs> I think Tiger built uh, a par three course at um, in Florida, maybe outside of the Disney yeah, resort out it, there. It's like a mini. Uh, well, it's like a par three course, so yeah. real small, but he designed it so that you can hit putter on every hole if you want to. Huh. It's interesting. So if you're afraid of hitting a wedge? Yeah, like it's designed where the fairways are cut super tight and, and there's no obstruction directly in front of you in the green. Hmm. Um, huh. So, so, so it you is can like hit a, putter off so of it every is a, tee. It's an, it's an adult mini golf. Well, no, it's most people play it with wedges yeah. like you should, but um, you know when guys hit wedges like you do, you might putt <laughs> yeah. a lot more. Right. Aaron did a lot of uh, the cholo walk across the green. <laughs> oh, yeah. we're, we're Back and forth. From bunker to bunker. Josh calls it uh, Derek D. Green. <laughs> it was nice. I got, my, I got my exercise in yesterday. Yeah, you a, did. That's why I slept well, so good. I was sore. Well, you know. Hey. That's why I got to make these hoodies fit somehow. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. All right. We'll talk to everybody next week. Be the good. Adios. What? Adios. These these are Marios. Marios. What does that even mean? It's a me, Marios. Adios. Later. <laughs> <laughs>